Hey there. Thanks for listening to the Trophy Husbands podcast. Make sure you look us up on Instagram at Trophy Husbands Pod and be sure to send in your recommendations and your requests for our Trophyist Husband competition. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> I have a new irrational fear. I don't know if I had any before, but I get a lot of compliments from people on like, oh, you have such a great podcast voice. Like, oh, you do. your audio quality is great. James is terrible. <laughs> and I'm just like, now I'm worried that I'm going to like forget how to talk properly. And I'm right. just gonna, yeah, I'm just like, what if one day I come on and everyone's like, oh, he sounds terrible. <laughs> and I, it's it's such a dumb fear but like i've been thinking about that I'm like oh if no one says anything was my voice off today like uh, man. I, just... joe i like i don't remember what exactly the voice was that you used but on the we did this retreat together in like when we were in probably grade 12 or something for middle school students and i had you casted as like a really stupid role in like phobia workshop or something Uh, and you put on this voice that i just still think is like the funniest thing i've ever heard in my entire life (laughs) and if you could if you remember it and could do a little show and tell i would i would appreciate it um (laughs) (laughs) so this came that voice came from a friend of mine uh, he had a character he would do in skits and stuff named Spartacus. Um, <laughs> but he said his name Spartacus. <laughs> Which is funny because I mean, we were just talking about a Sam has a list. <laughs> bring this up now. Um, I forget though. Here's, I he had a name like the character had it like he was spartacus and i could do the voice pretty well and so he gave me a character as well i forget what he called it though pierce if you hear this remind me what my character's <laughs> name was i'm not gonna do it a lot oh so pierce dumb. what a good man yeah. i yeah i i heard him I, yeah i heard him do that voice too when i was in ireland I th- yeah yeah but He's... i forget what it's called so one day Joe just jumps on the podcast. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna talk about. Okay, I will. I am in charge of this week's episode though, and I will get on with what yeah. we're here to talk about. So, I've been watching the Kanye documentary. Did you guys watch no. the Kanye documentary? No, I didn't. Is that genius? Genius. All right, perfect. So we're going to have a great I haven't seen it yet. discussion. <laughs> it's just it's just the segue. Okay, first, I love Kanye. What do you guys... Do you guys like Kanye? Do you listen to Kanye? Still beautiful mind, but also kind of whack. I think, yeah, in terms of, like, anything not related to music, I wouldn't really trust him. <laughs> but, like, he knows what he's doing when it comes to producing music. I oh, would, man, yeah. I think I call him the greatest producer. I think I so. mean, Jesus is king. Oh. Was awful. Slaps. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I love Kanye. Um, I think his first, like, five albums are just, like, whether you like them or not, I think it's pretty undeniable the talent there. Mm-hmm. But So I've been watching his documentary, and one of the things they keep talking about is, like, he's making his music, and they're like, oh, God wrote this album. Like, this is God's oh. work. This is God's plan. Wow. But an, claim. But another thing, it is a big claim, but another thing that they keep sh- highlighting, it's something he's been praised for for, like, his entire career is, like, his drive, his work mm. ethic, his vision, his confidence, where, like, right. in the first episode, this man, who is clearly so, so talented, is just getting like every door slammed in his face like no opportunities being given to him even though he's definitely earned them with like his talent and what he's already shown people he can do and despite all these doors getting slammed in his face he is going like relentlessly to make this happen and eventually like realizes his vision gets his album out and like we all know where it goes from there and i look at that and i'm like this is 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 this god's plan like Mm. your life does not you do not seem very happy with your life a lot of the time in this documentary like you do not seem you know settled at peace you know was this god's plan or did you Mm. did you kind of inflict your will on the situation where you know what if god was slamming those doors in your face to protect you what if he was shutting it down yeah. because it wasn't the best thing? So they keep saying, this is God, this is God. So I wanted to talk about um, claiming God's authority for stuff. Um, mm. So I'll spitball a few ideas, like a few. So not like, just to clarify, like not claiming God's authority as in like, I claim God's authority in my life over this thing, which is actually a really powerful thing to do. But claiming God's authority as in like, god ordained this uh i was like kind of his will any, like talking about his will i would say kind of any of that so like mm. there's that idea of them saying like god wrote this album this is god's plan um you have people all throughout history who have done terrible things in the name yeah. of god yeah um you know two people saying well i prayed about this and this is what god said but they're saying different things. Um, sorry, sorry. I'm just, th- <laughs> I'm just thinking about DTRs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God told me to date. It's a great you. example. Like, of that's that. not what God told me. Yeah, but, it's actually a really horrible thing to do. Never do that. Yeah. So, yeah. so all of those, I'm thinking like I, I thought of David and Saul. You know where Saul has mm. gone so crazy, and mm. David's like, I could kill this guy right now but he has God's anointing, so I'm not going to touch him. Or like, right. and, and even to claiming like authority, like, you know, Christ gave, he said, like, I've got the authority. I give it to you. Go, you know, work miracles in my name. Like he's, he told people to do that. Um, yeah. And whether they're doing that in a good way or a bad way. So the, the I say these are all on the table. Anything cool. from. Right. Yeah. 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 From Kanye like to DTRs. Like- <laughs> um, DTR, that's the if, name just in, case you don't know, just in case you don't know DTR stands for define the relationship it's like a really classic I feel like I, it's such Youth a classic like yeah 90s 2000s like Christian thing <laughs> that that is still kicking around of like we need to talk and define this relationship what are we I just I don't know I 
I've got many so opinions on Christian dating. Yo, we should yeah. have an episode on that. because <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Anyways, Yo. so <laughs> that is the topic uh, I am bringing to the table. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. And I think, like, something that's interesting is, like, you brought up the example of, like, Saul and David. And, like, what's interesting about that story is that Saul actually, like, did have God's authority. Like, he was kind of anointed by God to be king um but and 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 david respected that and respected that like authority and that call which is like one of the one of the pieces that makes david just like such an upright man is like even even with somebody that he didn't like he was willing to like yeah submit to the lord and submit to the lord's authority um but but saul abused that authority right Mm -hmm. um and the impact that that had not just like in his own life but on the whole kingdom of Israel, you know? So I wonder if there are moments when, when actually, yeah, like God does give us his authority and God does work through us, but we abuse that to the point where it's like, well, oh yeah, I guess like another question there is like, when, when does the blessing get revoked? You know what I mean? Like when does the authority get taken away? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. More questions. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and likewise you have, yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah. I mean, like you have priests, right? And there are a lot of scandals that that do yeah. happen. But I, and it it goes to the point where it's like, okay, at what point are like the consecrated hands of a priest no longer like no longer uh, set apart to mm. do that vocation? It's a it's a similar question. I think like if we're talking about like terrible stuff that's happening i i mean i think it all goes down to the two different types of wills right like of god's will i mean there's like his perfect will where things happen as he intends them to and then there's the permissive will where it's like yeah human agency is oftentimes terrible (laughs) <laughs> like it's just it's just it's just bad and so we is doing terrible things right now <laughs> so we're just like we just like <laughs> divert <Agency>. from, from <laughs> i just got it <laughs> we, we just divert from from like what his plan is yeah but he still allows it to happen because of the whole i mean if he doesn't then we we aren't free I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I think there was a lot of facts in that statement. Yes, there were a lot of opinions in that statement. No, yeah. <laughs> like I think what what I'm what I'm pulling out of that Sam is like we, yeah. Like if you like if we're talking about like where where do we start to abuse God's authority and mm-hmm. you know all of that. It's like I, it's like the point to which we like co-op- are willing to cooperate with God. Like are we, um are we cooperating with his perfect will or like, are we kind of screwing stuff up and he's just working with it? Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. But how do you I mean, know? Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I, so many of these people mm. swear up and down that it's like, this is, this is what he wants. This is yeah. what he's asked. This is what he said. Yeah. It, it seems that they're trying to figure it out. And in figuring it out, they went, yep, this is the one, this is what he wants. Like, how do you know? 
how do you mm-hmm. claim any authority when we are so obviously bad at doing it <laughs> right. like yeah yeah it's like the, it, it's discernment like really that's the that's what we're trying to figure out yeah like, how do you know that your discernment is authentic or not <laughs> how do you know i yeah i've had like i remember we we were hanging out in our men's group men's group and one of the guys was like okay but like how do you guys discern god's will for your lives and i have like a really hard time answering that question because like to me god's will comes very clearly like Mm. i'm just i just like i i know what he's calling me to do and if i don't there are things that happen in my life that indicate yes this is what i want you to do i'll give you guys an example so (laughs) my the whole process of me going to teacher's college has been so messy like i'm supposed to take this french proficiency test that shows that I'm capable of teaching, speaking, reading, writing French. And, um, and the first time that I go to take it, uh, my internet crashes. So I get kicked off the test and I like, I, I panic. I'm like, Oh no, I'm not getting in. And so finally they're like, okay, like, don't worry. We'll give you another test on February 28th. And I was like, okay, that's a month away. Like I can, I can do this in a month. It's February 27th, and I still don't have access to the test. And then on on the 28th, they finally give me permission, but I'm locked out because I didn't do, like, a pre-test. Anyways, yeah, it's it's annoying. I love it. And so, <laughs> and, and so I'm like, am I, am I not supposed to go to teacher's college? Like, I have felt a calling to go and, and teach. And, and be a teacher am i not supposed to go to teacher's college because everything is failing for me like in my application process and the very next day i get a, i get a text message from a, a school secretary being like hey we need a substitute teacher do you want to come in and mm. and and sub this class and i was like yeah of course and and so for me that was a very clear way in my like in my crisis moment of like like what am i actually called to do here because i don't have many options with history (laughs) as as my (laughs) manager (laughs) so i was like in my crisis there i was offered i was offered like a, a a little um like yeah i was offered this opportunity to go work in a school and it just like showed me yeah i i love to be a teacher i love to be in a classroom setting and, and and it gave me consolation that yeah. that is still God's plan for me. Even though today I, <laughs> my application got canceled because I still haven't taken that test. So uh, <laughs> pray for me on that front. <laughs> but yeah, it's... I wonder... That's like, my... I wonder... Oh, no, yeah, that's my experience with it is that like just like exper- my personal life experiences also reveal God's will. For my life yeah because i was gonna say like i wonder how often people mistake adversity for god's will mm. you know like how, like <laughs> i i just i've started this week as a as a youth minister it's my like second job so i'm doing half time at the chaplaincy and half time in youth ministry um and i just like this is my second time 
in youth ministry, you know, my second parish as a youth minister. And I'm like two days into the job and I'm like, yeah, this is going to be really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's going to be really good. It's going to be really beautiful because that's just how God works. And like my last youth ministry job was like such a experiment in failure. <laughs> um, but it was still good and God like worked through it. But like, <clears throat> I think it'd be so easy to be like, oh man, this is going to be really hard. Maybe God just doesn't want me to do this. But then it's like looking at the truth. It's like, actually, like, I think that God does want someone to care for his young people. And maybe it's not going to be in the way that I think that it's going to be. But um, that doesn't mean that it's not a good reason to do it. Right. Mm. Okay. Because you mentioned like uh, seeing (laughs) adversity as like God telling you not to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see people using success as the as the flip yeah. side of that. Oh, well, it's working! Like it went so well. This is what God wants for me. Like I think in the documentary, Kanye getting the record deal, getting the album out is proof that this is what God wants. He's ordained <laughs> this because right. look how good the record did. Look how many Grammys we were nominated for. It's like in um, this podcast that I know James and I listen to, and some other friends of ours, the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. This, oh my this church who has this like abusive <clears throat> pastor like he is just steamrolling people but in that he's getting so much done like look at the good stuff coming out of it well the church is growing so much we must be doing something right this must be so, what god wants there was so much good that came out of mars hill like so mm. much good that came out of that church and the the reason why people like just let the bad stuff fly was because they would be like yeah like sure he's like hosting demon trials and like refusing to talk to women but look at how many people got baptized (laughs) Um, Mm. and they use the like success and the good things that are happening as an excuse to cover up like the places that are not not so great so in all of that like if if the difficulties and the successes aren't enough to be like pointed to as as for well you know the doors keep opening or I'm working hard and it's paying off or things are going terrible. Like if you can't look to that to figure it out, like how do you figure it out when you're on the right track? How do you know? Yeah. I like, yeah, I, I even, even still have a hard time answering that question because my, I, my experience of discerning God's will is personal intuition. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly what these people did. Exactly. And And not everyone's, yeah, as long as it but works, not everyone, great. But sorry, yeah, yeah, no, but like not everyone's intuition can be trusted as well. Can yours be? Yeah, I don't. I, don't I know. well, well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, like, can I it hope be? So. But like, but like, if you have, if you have someone who has like, saying. if you have someone who has like, <laughs> s- like severe like, um, uh, like paranoia and schizophrenia, then like their intuition is telling them something that isn't necessarily true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or even just in places that we've been wounded. Like I can think about my experience with like certain people or certain ministries and how I've been wounded by them. Mm. And that affects my like intuition and proper discernment when it comes to those things again in the future. And I have to be like hyper aware of that, that it's like, oh, maybe it's not that this person is bad or this thing is bad. It's just that I had a bad experience. Like, you, we were talking about this on the first episode, like Exodus 90, you know, like you oh, guys had, yeah. a, had a difficult experience mm-hmm. with it. 
and that like it doesn't mean that it's it doesn't mean that it's bad but i know that for myself if i had an experience like that it'd be all too easy for me to just like Mm. let that cloud my like if somebody else asks me like oh should i do exodus 90 like probably i'm not gonna be thinking about like oh like would it be good for you i'd be thinking about like well i had a terrible time but you know Mm. what i mean like yeah right it's easy for our intuition to become clouded and skewed well like yeah it's it sounds like we're having a hard time answering this (laughs) so maybe i'll ask it, Joe, if you have an answer for it, you, you can go, you can you can answer. But maybe I'll ask a a rebuttal question. Okay. Yes to my rebuttal question. Yes. Okay. To the rebuttal. So, how how did you know that, like, for Joe, Kristen, and and for James Maria, how did you Ooh. know that this is the woman? that god wants you to marry yeah and spend the rest of your life with a very enticing dowry (laughs) 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 how how many farm animals were in it (laughs) it's that's it's confidential but there's a good amount um that's see and with all of this I, I'm mostly asking the question because I, of, you know, like, how do you, do you trust your personal in, intuition? Like, do you look at the success? And I feel like in relationships, there's maybe a bit more space for success. It's like, are you at peace with this person or not? Mm-hmm. If you're not, yeah. I mean, barring like woundedness in yourself that makes you go, oh, this unacceptable behavior is okay. Um, I think you can rely on that a bit more. But 100%, mm-hmm. it, I prayed about it, it felt right yeah yeah my spiritual director very pointedly told me it was i i needed to just (laughs) make my decision and just stick with it (laughs) he was like okay so you're doing it i was like what he's like well you just said you wanted to you have no good reasons not to i guess we're i I guess you're doing it Um, (laughs) but like yeah it it felt right yeah yeah and and i can't did not like I prayed about it. I was like, I feel, I feel peaceful about this. I I think like this is the direction. This is the direction we're heading, and I have no major objections to it. And with all of this together, I guess that means I should do it. And that was it. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm pulling I'm pulling a couple things out of this, and so yeah, like Sammy asked that question. I was like, oh man, this is such a bad question because I'm like my my answer to this when people ask me it is like. When you know, you know. <laughs> honestly, like that's, that's the only answer. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's it's honestly super true. Like there there is just this like you just you just know, and I, I think that there's obviously more to it than that. And I think that a lot of it, like even Joe, just what you were talking about with your experience, and like my mine was very similar. Like I talked to, I talked to you, Joe, mm-hmm. um, and I talked to my dad who plays a huge role in my life um and i talked to my spiritual director um and you know like i felt like the community around me saw a maturity in me enough that like they felt like this was the right decision for me to make at that point in time so i was like okay even even if it's all just like pheromones talking 
<laughs> like I know that it's like more than that because there's people around me that are like, no, actually, this is this is a good decision. She's a good one, um, and they like and like those people around me can see things that I I can't. Mm. Um, so there was the bat. There was a little bit of that. I think also just like there was so much peace around it. Like I was just like, yeah, I love this woman, and mm. um, you know, when I think about the prospect of like spending the rest of my life with her, like the only thing I can experience is like deep overwhelming peace. Like, yeah, this is right. And I know that God is leading me in this direction. Mm. Um, And so I think, I I think it's just like those, uh, like this is, this is my guess now coming towards solutions. Like, I think that it has a lot to do with like experiencing peace yourself, you know, like a great, I, I heard like a great marker for discernment is like, looking at the fruits of the spirit like you know that it's of god if it brings about like peace love joy kindness gentleness you know mm-hmm. um so if if those things are present in your life but then also if the community around you is able to like look past like what you might not see like like the community around you is able to look into your like blind spots a little bit and also see those things you know like oh when you're with her I see peace, I see joy, I see kindness, gentleness, goodness, you know, like all of those things. Um, because like, we are very good at tricking ourselves. Mm. Um, but if you have deep relationships, if you have good community and like people that like, I know when Maria and I started our relationship, it was like, we were both on staff with NET and that was a little... You know, like there were there were moments when we like kind of went against the policy, the dating policy a little bit. Um, I'm gonna need to and... talk to you about that, by the way. <laughs> 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 we can do an, do another episode on that. Um, uh, and I know that like the guys in my house, like Joe, you, and and like Shay and Kyle and Josh and the other the other ones. <laughs> We're really good about. <laughs> Did you just miss Hunter? <laughs> no, uh, uh, and Mike. <laughs> oh, and Mike. I, right. I remembered them, but I was like, oh, I can't say like all names of the like seven guys in the house. And I was like, I already said like half of them. Whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> but like all of you guys are really good about being like, hey, chill, stop. You know, like calling me out and saying the things that like saying the things that needed to be said that I didn't want to hear. Um, mm. And if you have a community around you that's like willing to go there with you, then you're you're pretty well off, you know. Yeah, like I think God uses our senses to confirm His will, if that makes sense. Fair so, like, he, he, <laughs> <laughs> like he'll, he'll give us he'll give us like intuition through our experience of peace to 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 be like okay this is his will and i think james what you touched on like with the fruits of the holy spirit like taking that example with the church you guys were talking about i don't know i don't know what what that church is um but just like hearing about it and being like okay like people people are seeing some good but there's obviously not peace because because all of this bad stuff is happening you 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 can't have like you can't have joy and this can't be this can't be a full representation of love if all these bad things are happening mm-hmm. yes so you know that's not from god and, and like and like 
yeah, I don't know. It, it, same thing could be applied to, to, to Kanye's album. I mean, like, <laughs> if you have some kind of, like, discomfort with saying, like, it, with hearing, like, oh, this is from God, then chances are, like, it's it's really not. I don't know. And like and it's possible I think it's possible to experience the fruits of the spirit even in difficulty. Mm-hmm. You know, like Sam, you were talking about how frustrating it was trying to get this exam book. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um <laughs> But like with within all of that, like, did you experience peace, joy, love? All yes. That? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh and that's what I was talking about. Like there's that moment where it's like I don't know what you want. And then the next day, he's just like, here, I want you to go work in a school mm. and trust in my promise for your plan and your future. I feel like that's, and this might be totally off base, but what the heck. Um, like that <laughs> uncertainty, I think is actually really important mm. because you never so. actually do know. And I feel like the minute you think you know, I think <laughs> yeah. you get into some dangerous territory. There's actually a scene. Um, Kanye shows Pharrell Williams a song. I think in like episode two, shows him through the wire. And Pharrell's like, man, you got it. I can tell when a guy's got it, you've got it. Mm. But like, once you get there, because you're going to get there, like, keep doubting yourself like Mm, stay mm. humble like keep questioning keep looking at yourself like man i don't know if i've got it i've got to try harder and he was trying to keep him grounded he was trying to keep him hungry because i think you know when you're hungry or you're making you're you're pushing yourself you're making better art you're you're excelling at your sport more but i think there became a point where i think he went like i know now like i know Mm. i've arrived Mm. i'm that guy which like he was but like i think the doubt left and i think you see that in a lot of cases where we start to to maybe abuse that it's like i'm that guy like the doubt is gone the uncertainty is gone but when you're following someone else's plan there's always Mm. a bit of uncertainty you know does that make sense Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah actually like one of the one of like our buddies josh bruce is like just like drops these little like super wise things and um i really liked like i was listening to this talk he was giving on discernment and he was saying like um a lot of us expect like god's will to be like kind of like a flashlight um Mm. in the dark so you like hold it out and it shows you the path and like where you're supposed to go and you know all that um but a lot of the time like god's will in our lives kind of operates more like uh like a lamp um where all you can really see is like the next step that you have to take and there's always this kind of uncertainty of like where where is this going you know what i mean Um, and it's not a step of faith if you know where it is like yeah it's not it's not faith without doubt and it's without doubt it's probably your own thoughts your own actions your decisions you're not you're not taking a step towards what you believe that you're being led to like there's obviously a piece missing there yeah i love that it's like it's not faith without doubt and because without doubt it's just like it's just fact (laughs) yeah yeah exactly and i think that's yeah that's so important 
in the spiritual life to doubt like but also have the certainty of faith yeah like you like it's weird it's weird to say that but you you gotta have both it's like do you have the it's like certainty in the person of jesus christ but not necessarily certainty in like what the heck is going on <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's exactly. like i am certain and i am solid in the fact that god is god and god loves me mm. and god is leading me now i have no idea where and where that's going to take me and i am not about to go out here being like i declare that my album is god ordained <laughs> um but you you do have certainty in like in who Jesus is and that he cares for you. <clears throat> yeah, that actually had me thinking like I I think I had like an idea of an episode of like what are like tricky questions or moments of doubt we've had like like mm. tough questions and conversations that probably need to happen. Uh but but one thing I realized when I was thinking about that is like Jesus' disciples doubted him like all the time <laughs> to yeah. his to, to his face yeah you know but that's the that's the cool thing is like even in the doubt even in whatever they're experiencing they still like trusted Mm. him enough or or felt comfortable enough of like they'd bring these questions to him and he'd Mm. be like you're so dumb but he would answer them (laughs) and they they felt like safe enough to continue to bring the questions back yeah bring up another dumb thing and he's like you're dumb but here's it's the like answer. and so like it's like lovingly you're dumb <laughs> yeah where it's like even they had the questions even they had the doubt but like in the end like you see they had faith eventually but mm. the doubt if the doubt was there for them the doubt should probably be there for us yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they were with the dude and they didn't know what was going on you think <laughs> you know what's going on like <laughs> i love like what i love about that about that is just the honesty like Mm. i just think of i I tell people this a lot like some of my best times of personal prayer have started with me coming before the lord and being like the last thing i want to do right now is pray and like not out of anger or anything i'm just like this seems boring i'm tired i have stuff that i gotta do i really don't want to be here but i'm here so like take over and and those times actually like end up being really beautiful moments of prayer because of the like honesty mm. and i think that like you know we could talk about that with faith too like the more honest you're willing to be with god and be like actually this doesn't make any sense to me what is going on you know like that that's an opportunity for us to step out in faith and like grow deeper yeah like even yeah. In, in relationships right when you're Oh, when you're yeah. dating someone you're married whatever it's like moments of vulnerability and that conflict make it deeper and yeah. i feel like i don't see why the same thing shouldn't apply like a moment of vulnerability you know you could apply it to like confession when you come up and own own things that you've done but even like i don't want to be here right now like i'm I, I i don't believe maybe as fervently today as i did yesterday or I'm not yeah. as convicted today as I was <clears throat> yesterday, but mm. I'm going to put it on the table because I want to make this work and I, I want to make the best of the situation. And those are honestly some of, like, I can say, again, for me, like, powerful prayer comes out of that honesty and that vulnerability and being, like, willing to go there and not hide behind, yeah. like, a fear of doubt or a fear of, yeah. like, you know, being wrong or being judged for having these questions. Like, it's important. And I think yeah. I think the reason why 
those prayer times are so powerful is because you're you're allowing God to come into that doubt, to come into that like woundedness maybe, and 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 just heal that and like remind you like oh, no this is this is the reason why, mm. like this is my goodness, this is uh, I don't know like this is my plan for. Like I don't know your childhood. I I'm, I'm saying childhood because like this morning, my prayer time was literally like thinking about how like wounded my own childhood is, hmm. and I was just sitting with that, and I was like, God, like I know it is, I can't put it to words, but I invite you into that, and that's all I did. I just sat with that and that vulnerability of being like, I don't know what it is, yeah, but like, but but come come in and make yourself at home yeah yeah i I, I, uh, I was just gonna say like he didn't work miracles when things were going fine he works Mm. miracles when they run out of food when this guy can't walk (laughs) when there's no more wine left or is dead he never once like (laughs) saw a guy who was just straight chilling and was like let me spit in your eyes really quickly there's actually i i recently learned like why why that was a thing but not knowing the context behind it was almost better because it's just hilarious like i'm gonna spit in this dirt and rub it in your eyes and then you'll be able to see again (laughs) is the reason because it's a valid medical procedure yeah that's it nice doctors still use it today me too (laughs) doctors Um, can't understand how spitting in doctors works (laughs) (laughs) it becomes like this clickbait thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) doctors hate this guy (laughs) you'll be mystified by slide seven (laughs) is that our episode title (laughs) doctors hate him (laughs) that one uh, we can debate later (laughs) well well i feel really good about that about that that I, is uh, that are about our conclusion yeah that we sort of came to i think so <laughs> actually like if there's anything i feel like we maybe missed is like we talked about like you know humility and trusting in god and not knowing where he's going what role does confidence play in that mm-hmm. and like when can we be when can we be confident? Because obviously, you know, those people that got it wrong um, were placing their confidence in the wrong thing. So, like, what should we be confident in and how should we be confident? You know, like, I think that faith does bring about confidence. And, like, the only reason I say that is because I've experienced that. Like, mm. having faith that God is working in my life brings me about, like, brings me to a place of greater confidence, even though 99% of the time I have no idea what the heck is going on. Um yeah, like what role does that play in all of this? That is a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, the times where I've questioned, like I've been like, hey, what is this for? Like why why am I like struggling with getting into teacher's college? Like, 
like that just inspires in me to trust in God's providence. So like just the fact that like he has like he will provide, he has a plan for my good. And it's just to trust in that. Um and so like confidence I don't know if it if it's necessary to 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 go into that, but I definitely think that confidence and trust come out of hardship in discerning god's will yeah but because because i wonder like yeah like confidence in god's providence like i believe that god will take care of me but then i think about like how many people are there in the world who like love god and trust him and like die horrible deaths and everything doesn't work out for Mm. them you know but like I think it depends on what is your definition of everything working out for them. Right. Because, like, like, Sam, I can tell you I'll pray that you get into teacher's college. (laughs) Um, I can tell you that. I would never do it. No. Um, (laughs) That's that's not where I'm going. Like, I can tell you that. But I'm not necessarily confident that you will or that that's even what he wants for you. Like, I've never prayed about it. And I right. think, like, you hear people say, like, oh, God will make a way. It's like, well, he'll make a way for what? He'll make a way for mm-hmm. what you want. He'll make a way for the best scenario. He'll make a way for this to be sanctifying for you. And I think some of those things are things we can have confidence in. But, mm-hmm. uh, y- you know, like, uh, uh, the way that you're going to die, like, yeah. who, who can say? Yeah. Jesus died in a horrible way. Yeah, he's like God's the son. Worst, he was the worst way. He yeah. was in on the plan. Can I confidently <laughs> say that it's going to work out better for me than it did for him? Maybe yeah. in that frame of view, no. But I can say <laughs> that, like, well, he died to like if he died to redeem my sins and and win salvation for all of us. Then, well, I could say it's working out for me in that way. Yeah, but I can't say it's going to work out for me that. You know, I'm going to pass the quiz I haven't studied for next week. <laughs> and I can yeah. pray about that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, Which then I think brings brings me to this idea that the only thing we can truly be confident in is that he has won, like, he has won salvation for us. Mm. And if we're living with an eternal perspective where like that matters more than what's going on right in front of us and that every decision that we make is ultimately aimed at that goal, eternity with god we can have confidence in that mm-hmm. and and that's when i think all of the other things that we were talking about who to marry where to go to school what to do with your life all of that stuff um like sure it can bring about and often does bring about like temporary happiness which is great being married to maria gives me much happiness right now <laughs> yeah. um but i also know that it is ultimately like leading me on the path toward eternity mm. um and and i can be confident in that even if after we finish recording this episode everything in our marriage just like takes a nosedive and we fight constantly and i'm never happy again <laughs> like, I, well i would hope that that wouldn't happen that would probably be a sign that there's some some bad stuff going on but <laughs> i was actually like, planning on defrauding you out of your home so that one's, <laughs> that one's on me though so you guys yeah there we you go. guys are doing i good. was gonna go for your credit cards yeah. so that yeah. would be on me so if you guys do that stuff to me at least i know that i can still journey towards heaven <laughs> it sounds mm. like he's signing off on it it seems like yeah, he's okay so. with this plan 
Yeah, I think with that, like the the hardships of a relationship can really help you grow in holiness. Like I'm thinking about like just just in the past couple of days, like with Kate, like having hard hard conversations and kind of uncovering wounds that we both have kind of that are like tucked under but like creep their way up to the surface that's a really it's a it's a really humble eh, not a humble thing it's a it's a really it's humilifying a word no that's not humiliating humiliating Uh, yes (laughs) i guess humble humbling humbling humbling. there we go Uh, humiliating It's a really. I'm a ESL right now, so uh, English second language. Sam, um, I think you just passed the French speaking test. <laughs> they can tell. It's a, it's a really humbling thing to happen to you, but a lot of growth can come out of it, um, yeah, yeah. and 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 help you on your journey towards heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Amen. Good stuff, boys. Yeah. Wow. Well, should we wrap it up there? Should we wrap it up <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, I, th- I, I think so. I think so, yeah. So um, did you guys pick a uh, trophious husband of the week oh, uh, option that one of the people didn't. sent in? I think, I think we didn't do that. The only, <laughs> one, the only one I remember is who last watered a plant. Oh, dang. I don't think Ooh. I have ever watered a plant, so that's not me. <laughs> Okay, so I recently bought a basil plant, and I unwrapped it from cardboard and put it in a mason jar and poured water in it. So, so you, that was on Sunday. You watered a plant. I think so. Nice. I, th- I, I think that I, th- I yeah. think that would be considered watering a plant. I would consider okay, pouring <laughs> water on a plant watering a plant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't watered a plant since the summer. So James. Congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations, yeah. You are the trustiest husband. Thank you. We do have an idea for yes. the next three episodes, if I, I got that right. That. Yeah. But maybe what I'll do as the as the trophiest husband is I'll come up with some juicy interview questions. Ooh. Or or am I the one being interviewed? Uh, you can choose. I think the last yeah, the last thing we said was you get to pick, but I absolutely think oh. that the other two should absolutely come up with juicy interview yes, questions. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just to to catch everyone up, uh, that's listen to this. Our next three episodes, we'll be talking about uh, different members of the trophy husbands, uh, introducing ourselves to you in deep and intimate ways. <laughs> <laughs> Not intimate. Unsettlingly intimate. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll really get to dive into. Uh, who we are <laughs> so james do you do you have a choice made do um yeah let's go i uh, sam i just oh dear. i really i really want to be unsettling unsettlingly intimate with you <laughs> on our next podcast episode oh <laughs> uh, all right all right i think that's a great choice because in last week james found out that sam loves movies which he didn't know this yeah. week we found out Sam has a lisp, which we didn't know. <laughs> you really can't. I've known you for a long time. You really, it really doesn't seem like it. So <laughs> now we can just learn 
all the things you've been keeping from us all these years. All yes. those intimate little details. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the juicy gossip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, yeah. Well, Beautiful. I'm down for it. All right. Um, any any final words? Any last thoughts? Nothing will ever taste as good as that spiral toothpaste, that spiral to- uh, kid's <laughs> toothpaste. Nothing. Oh man, are you are you right? Are you right about that? Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. So it's like I the blue, the blue, white, and red toothpaste oh. that you had as a kid uh. that would come out of like the the the, the, the solid tube or whatever. Okay. I think my parents just gave me like grown up toothpaste. That was next. Uh, oh really? Next week, yeah. we need to put up a, a poll on Instagram. Yeah. Is is that toothpaste the best tasting thing in the world? Just yes or no. We need to because like Dunkaroos would go up really high on my list for that. Like, yeah, but man, you've never even had this toothpaste. Yeah, you don't even know. That's true. You it's need true. to buy some right now. <laughs> Maybe not. You're an adult. <laughs> Send me a picture of it. I will go buy some. <laughs> okay, so we will find that out. We will put out a poll. We will also be putting out polls. Give us your trophyist husband suggestions. We want mm-hmm. them. We need them. And yeah, if you haven't already, follow the social medias. That's it for us this week. Goodbye from the trophy case.